to the participants first from Chicago, Illinois, Smiley Kylie Green. I thought the Kylie match was really good, bias, right? Uh, but still, like. I thought the her, the spot where she did the Wait, suicide so are, dive. Are we starting? Is I it, guess we're going into it. The spot where she did the suicide dive, well, I thought was like let me start really then. good, and the way that like uh, in her um, cheers. Sorry, and I'll let you go. So her uh, pantomiming in the ring while um, Awesome Kong was coming to the ring, like you know, on theater and they on stage they tell you to like do things so that the people in the back can see it. Like she was all about that, which I thought was really cool. Un- unbiased opinion about it. I felt like she was really the only person that delivered in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Britt was really off, really off. Probably nerves, but Kylie definitely delivered the most. And I am not saying that because I know her. I'm not saying that for any other reason. But she really truthfully was the only one that I felt delivered. Yeah. So, I, yeah. No, I agree. I, I don't think... Uh, so having uh, Awesome Kong come in and, and do that whole thing. Yeah, Welfare Queen. Yeah. From I think it overshadowed the other girl, uh, which I can't think the of. The other base, Nyla Rose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You we, thought... No? N- Nyla opinion? Rose didn't deliver at all. She looked the... She was the worst one in that match. Well, you, you, uh, if you think of the match... she did, though. Nothing she did looked believable and looked real enough... Even like her clotheslines were real, just wonky, and her when she was punching, she was like, "Oh, real slow." It's like, what are you doing? You are on pay per view right now. Why are you not delivering? They clearly mm-hmm. signed you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Japan either have to be spotty or real strong to go to Japan, whether you're male or female. Clearly, you're not spotty. So you have to be strong. Why aren't you knocking these girls out that are smaller than you? Mm-hmm. She just she looked the worst. And you got a Kong. You got the greatest hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kong still hurt. She had a small part. And and uh, that that's the thing. Like with with Kong, like also being a big girl, like that's why I said it overshadowed anything that she could have done right. I think, like took the spotlight away from her in, in that sense. I think a little bit, yeah. It was probably made to... Because they had the Beast versus Beast moment, so maybe it was made to help Nyla, but Nyla has to meet meet him halfway. Mm-hmm. And probably didn't, I think, is no, what James I, trying to say. Yeah, I think they added Kong to kind of hide the fact that Nyla isn't as seasoned okay. as Britt, and she's... Not as even in the short time that okay. Kylie's been. So wrestling. did you see it coming, or you thought? Um, did you think that uh, Brandy was going to be the one that's going to insert herself into the match? I thought it was going to be Brandy, which I would have preferred if Brandy would have inserted mm-hmm. herself into the match over Kong because is Kong one and done now, or she signed a contract with AEW? And if she signed a contract with AEW, I'm not necessarily excited about that. Mm-hmm. Right. I could I, see him doing like a lot of one and dones. I could see. I mean, I feel like that's it boosts like your big shows, but then you don't have to pay the person. So and the uh, other thing is, why not add Allie? She's there. Yeah, that's they true. They put her on commentary for the match. You could add Allie to the match. She didn't really say anything. Either. B Priestley, yeah. mm-hmm. she's under contract. Why would why would why wouldn't you have added her to the match? Yeah, just something different as opposed to oh, it's Kong. Yeah, I mean the 
the live crowd clearly loved it. Mm-hmm. But me, I was just like, ah, okay, it's another former WWE person. True. Um, uh, favorite match of the night? It was uh, obviously it was everyone's probably Cody and Dustin. Uh, like the probably the two spots that made me pop the most was the Kylie suicide dive because it was just like it felt like a perfect dive to me, and then the code red. Mm-hmm. That really like at one the code red set off the crowd. The crowd was already into it, but the code red set off the crowd to no matter what they were doing, they just kept trading finishes and they could have did like any spot after that and the crowd was gonna like pop after it. Which code red are we talking about? Because there was six on the show. I'm talking about Dustin's code red. Okay, Dustin's code against red. Cody. Yeah. That part because no one had really expected because dude, he's he can move like a cat still, Dustin. He's in great shape. Yeah, he Good really is. Good for, for his him. age. And then they did that, and then it was like, no matter what, after that, the the crowd was like going to pop for everything, and they were trading finishers back and forth, and obviously all the reasons that like you can say about the match, but I think that Code Red spot and the dive were the two... Kylie's big, dive. Kylie's dive were like the two times I think I popped the, the hardest. And those would probably be like my two favorite matches. Lucha Bros and Young Bucks, third, and I thought Jericho and Kenny went a little long at the end. I, I did not get to watch the main event, so I have mm. not watched that yet. How about okay? Well, do you care? No, no, no. Um, I mean, I, about, I, I, I saw the, the ending. How about the two blown spots by Omega and Jericho that they went back to? Yeah, they went I, back to. I, a I spot. Heard one was yeah. the finish into the finish, and the other one was earlier on when they were on the outside of the ring. Yeah, that was. I yeah, heard it was great. a one of them was a lion salt, right? Oh, I think there was a. I think so. I can't remember what they were, but I remember like, oh, they're going back to this. Yeah. It maybe involved the Huracrana or something I, like that. It, I all I remember is that it was going into the, the the finish of the match, where they messed up and then went back into the exact same spot. Yeah, the like, finish oh. of the match was like you didn't think it didn't feel like when it was happening. It was like okay, this is it. You didn't. It wasn't like a convincing, and then it just like kind of ended. So I think it fizzled a little. They tried the props to Jr. and Excalibur. Mm-hmm. For really trying to sell that back elbow, but oh, the Judas. oh yeah, what's that called? Yeah, the Judas something. And, and it's a legit finish. If I hit somebody with a back elbow, a legit back elbow, you can knock somebody out. Absolutely. With it. But I don't know for professional wrestling if it's the way to go, especially for Chris Jericho, who who you. I heard he he made a the thing about about the his new finisher on his social media. I haven't watched any of that. That's an elbow. I haven't even watched the elbow. I just heard about like that's the new finisher. Mm-hmm. So to you, it wasn't convincing. It doesn't look convincing. It, it, it's convincing, but it's it's just, it's really odd to see that be the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just because people throw back elbows all the time. It's not like throw a guy the, off the rope. Back elbow. It's not right. like the back fist, back spinning fist that. Uh... I think that's the intention. It's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's different when you do it. You're Aja Kong, and I'm assuming she's been doing it for a while, and then you try to introduce it in your 25th year of <laughs> wrestling. So I just think it's the timing of it. And to me, that probably was doesn't the help. Worst match on the entire the main show. event. No. Oh, the Aja Kong, the sick, the. Uh, there was a lot of matches where it was just kind of like look at these people mm-hmm. we're introducing them so it was like that to me where it's like people that that to me where i was like not i was like not extremely drinking the kool-aid i was like some of these aren't great like compared to like an all-in i was like some of these matches aren't great they're just kind of like look at these people that will feature on our weekly I, show i didn't probably. watch the the 
the Rumble. The the Battle Royal, the, Battle Royal. The, the over the one at all in was way better because this one was a little more. Someone on actually on STF Underground, uh, Fox and Ryan said that it was like a freak show, and I agreed <laughs> with him because it was like it was a little punchy, kicky, but then it was also like MJF stole the show, but um, yeah, there was like it was almost like too weird at times, like too many different people. Marco stunt um, dying on his elimination. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Joey Janela dying on his elimination. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a spot and a half. That that's really what stuck out to me in that, and, and obviously MJF. MJF is so underrated by a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think, think so. this is going to give him the spotlight that he needs. Yes. Yeah. He he him and Chris Jericho were the only two that really came off his heels on the entire show. Yeah, hmm. I'd agree with that. Otherwise, it was good point. Yeah. Oh. We don't like each other. Okay, let's hug and kiss after the match. Mm-hmm. The promo with uh, where MJF was calling uh, Hangman Page Seabiscuit and making like chorus references, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "Brad, watch out, a fan." Yeah, it was just like put a huge grin on my face, and it just like didn't leave throughout the entire time. And the best part is, you could tell it's not all. It, it's really not scripted. They're giving bullet yeah, points to right. hit, but everything is them and to play their character. Yeah, and, yeah, and. Um, you know, anywhere you you hear uh, MJF, whether it's a promo, whether it's an interview, a podcast, consistent all the time. Like, he'll find a way to give you the answer that you're looking for, but in a snarky, heel way. Like, I really like And it makes that. you forget he's 21, 22 years old. Absolutely. Yeah, he seems a lot more mature, to be honest. I mean... Absolutely. I, I know I was immature at 21, 22. Weren't we all? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anything. Uh, th- well, thanks for joining us, James. So yeah, let, yeah. let's start this podcast. <laughs> hey, gotta start hot, right? Yeah. No, I kind of like the just like let's get it out. Like now we're warmed up. Let's just get everything. Because yeah. I've been dying to talk about the AEW with someone for like. I watched it alone, and I've been dying to talk. Just like yeah. get shit off my chest, kind of like talk yeah. about it. So that was therapeutic. It was cathartic <laughs> for me. <laughs> But the real reason why we're here is Freelance Underground, correct? Correct. F you. Yeah. F you too, man. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about, uh, just to keep, uh, once again, the, the like the purpose of this, obviously, is to connect with a friend, but also to bring people up to speed on your last show that took place April 13th, not over on the internet. We've watched this show. Thank you for allowing us to watch it. And Absolutely. We're going to talk about it. Some things that happen to get jog people's memories in case they miss the show. Now they can get up to speed, um, and we encourage them to go buy the MP4 from Smart Mark. Um, but then also we're going to preview your upcoming show, which is June Saturday, June fifteenth. Correct. Okay, cool. I never know the date I write down. I never know if it's going to be right. Boiling Points at the same place, Church Street Brewery in Itasca, Illinois. So, not over on the internet. We have a agenda. Yeah, we do. Do you want to take the lead on this one, Chris, or do you want oh, me to? Sure, um, and I'll try to keep us on course. Take you know, be the timekeeper as well. Um, Please do. Yeah, so good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's we always try to go for the snack size. We don't always reach snack no. size level. The, yeah, the snack itself is just like snack size means we're just going to talk mostly talk about one show slash promotion. That's the so you want this is a freelance underground podcast. If you're here for that, stick around. And we got James. Yeah, we got James. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, James spitting the hot takes left and right. 
right. So this is the first time um, you know I watched a, sh- uh, a freelance underground on video. Same. And we had Jimmy D and Sterling on the commentary, and I know they've done it in the past. Like I've been there, I've seen them, but it's the first time I hear Jimmy D on commentary, and I really like them. Jimmy D is your straight man, Tony Schiavone, yeah, Jim mm-hmm. Ross commentator. And, I mean, if you've heard anything from Sterling, Sterling, yeah, Sterling, is Sterling would be your Bobby the Brain Heenan. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're a play-by-play guy, you re- obviously you need to know your stuff, but you really just need, like, that voice and that tone. That's, like, so, or that's something that you do need, absolutely. Like, think of, like, a Mike Tirico for Sunday Night, Monday Night Football. Do you know Mike Tirico's? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I you know for what? football fans out no, it's okay. For football fans out there, Mike Trico does other stuff, but like I don't wouldn't say he is he knows the most about football. That's what the color guy is kind of supposed to know. But Mike Trico's voice is just like it can put you to sleep. It's like so soft and soothing, but also then he turns it up. I don't know. You guys are kind of he's the at JR. Me, but no. He's he's you just need a really good voice and tone if you're a play by play guy, which and, Jimmy D has. And Jimmy D. I, I we literally have I, I feel we have the three best voices in Chicago, with Jimmy D and Sterling on commentary and Kirby on ring announcing. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, personal yeah. opinion, though. I, yeah, I, like I will that. not argue that one. How was the video quality? Because that, that that I, amongst I, people has been mm-hmm. a, a topic lately about video quality and the quality shows. is great. Like I, I thought the quality was great. Um, Obviously, uh, at least the version that we got, it, it didn't have entrances, which I think it's fine. Yeah. It also made it, you know, for a faster watch and not lose. I enjoyed it. It was a yeah. press watch, and I you still Due got the copy matches. You get um, ten seconds of introdu- ten to fifteen seconds of introduction before you could get sued for using songs. Oh, the songs. so you go to the limit <laughs> and on to the next person. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Unless they have customized music, then it's a completely different story. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not missing, like, the promos or anything, or, like, part of the story, mm-hmm. which I don't right. think the entrance has had a ton of that. But No, absolutely not. I think you got everything in there. Yeah, uh, so this uh, this night started with, uh, with a five-way, right? Eddie Only versus Hunk Cassidy versus Joe Alonzo with a new look versus Alex Cut Romero versus... Steve Michaels? Steve Michaels, yes. Is it with an S? Michaels, Steve yeah. Michaels. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Jimmy D's like, I got this thing not call him Steve McMichael? Yeah. Did you hear that part? <laughs> no. The I, uh, I have, <laughs> usually I, I wait to watch these things back with Caleb. Mm. And Caleb has been extremely busy with work and And Applebee's. And Applebee's, and Applebee's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Applebee's where he hasn't really had the time to come by so we could watch it. Yeah. So I literally that was a uploaded surprise. it for you guys, sent it to you I guys. I was trying to get him on. He was supposed to be here. but That yeah, was a no. surprise. No, <laughs> I knew last night because I talked <laughs> oh. to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you didn't tell him that he was supposed to be a surprise, I assume. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, thanks for the info. I was like, oh, no problem, man. I'm like, it's not like you have time for me anyway. And he's like, oh. I knew about it. I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too juice. Um, so we... In this match, we had two big men, and they got their time in the ring against each other. Um, I've seen Hunk Cassidy before. King of Beef? Chief of Beef. Damn. Chief of Beef. Okay. Chief of Beef. 
Chris, you never, you sometimes mostly don't remember names, so at least you got half of it right this time. <laughs> hey, 50%? Yeah, that's so that's an improvement, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, so was this also Alex Romero's first time at Freelance? Uh, this was Alex Romero's first time being in a singles match for us in a very, very, very long, since 2014, I think. I think the thing that stuck out to me was Steve Michaels with an S was I loved how old school he was mm-hmm. and I loved the winning with a bear hug how old school it was and like in today's day and age I believe where everyone's called it the Chicago bear hug Chicago yes. bear hug trained, yeah. trained by Team 3D and I think Billy Gunn too okay oh, really? he, he went down to Florida got trained then came back awesome um, yeah I just think in an era where everyone's trying to do a hurricanrana you went with a bear hug and that's really cool and, like and the thing that we do with our scrambles is we, we try not to we try to give use our scrambles to showcase talent that you not, won't necessarily see at a regular freelance show in their scrambles. Yeah. Where, mm-hmm. where the freelance scramble usually is that high energy, high impact, just crazy clusterfuck. Yeah, and there's nothing action. wrong with that. Right. That's what I'm, what I'm trying to say by like putting over a bear hug. But yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah, five guys that you wouldn't necessarily see in a match together. Go out and create magic. And Eddie only is growing on me. Eddie only is a damn good wrestler. And I know the first time I saw him, I said he looked like the... Uh, Brubaker's the son or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Watch AIW, if you haven't. Okay. Uh, he's in a group with Danhausen and Derek Direction. They're called The Production. Okay. I'm sure there's some YouTube matches out there. They're highly entertaining and really, if you get a chance, check them out. Awesome. Marcus Crane versus Dominic Garini. Uh, Clash of Styles, right? Actually, it's funny. I, I had notes on my phone and then Chris took notes and I went to add my notes onto the agenda and mm-hmm. literally it said Clash of Styles and I thought I had like written it yesterday (laughs) and i was just like no our notes are just exactly the same like two very different styles this match and actually in a lot of your in a lot of your matches on the show which i thought was so cool was like this in the style that both people are or even in the moves that both people are doing there's a lot of story being told just in the moves that people are doing like the story here was marcus crane scratches and claws and does anything to her people Dom Greeny is professionally trained. So Marcus Crane is just like not doing well in the ring. He goes to the outside and now he has the advantage. And now he's using the tur- he's using the ropes. He's using the turnbuckle. He even like got out of a submission by like crawling under the ropes and mm-hmm. then rocking Greeny's like neck off of it. So I thought that was the thing that that I noticed the most is like Marcus Crane is just like how do I find a way to hurt this dude? And he was using his environment and like even like doing like weird throat chops to try to yeah. like find a way to hurt this professionally trained jujitsu guy. And then he dumped him on his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a snowplow. With the snowplow. Did uh, you like this match? What did you think of this um, match? Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I like the Clash of Styles, obviously. I yeah. like the Clash of Styles mm-hmm. because wrestling is a buffet, you know. There you go. Sometimes it's good to get people out of their comfort zones. And okay. Marcus Crane, obviously, he focuses more on deathmatch wrestling now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So getting him back into wrestling, which I've said this to everybody whenever Marcus Crane comes up. 
Marcus Crane is legitimately a great wrestler. He just doesn't want to deal with the wrestling portion of wrestling anymore because <laughs> the money's in the death matches. Yeah. But we knew, we knew they would have a good match. Uh, it was suggested to us, and I'm glad that they actually delivered, and it wasn't a giant just too much of a clash. Yeah. Where yeah, nothing yeah. went right. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that does he still have that check? Yeah, he still check has the check. It was, he it still was pointed has the check. out by, by Jimmy D and Sterling that the check is still out there. The check is still out there. Marcus Crane still has the Where check. Where is it? Where physically is it? It is in Marcus Crane's possession. <laughs> okay. Because he didn't it's bring in his wallet. Marcus Crane doesn't drive. <laughs> so getting it there when when we were when we, we were down when we were down here, it was easier for him. To get on public transportation, Uber, whatever, with, with sure. the check. And I think when he was down here, I think uh, his significant other was driving him around. Okay. Does he live around here? Uh, he lives in the city, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I'm not exactly sure where in the city, but he does live down here. Okay. Uh, so he's got it still. So he still has it. and I think he should tweet out like a photo of it or something. Just yeah, I, I would like to see if he still has it in his one piece. <laughs> it's just like a dog, his, a dog ripped it up or something, or it's like cut in half. I can mm-hmm. picture that. Cool. So we'll be waiting on that check cash in eventually. It's eventually. Coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Watch out, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> it could be any title, right? Right, could be any title. Could be any title. Can he go for the tag team titles? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I won't tell GPA to watch out because I hope he gets yeah. blindsided. <laughs> but watch out, Pat. Well, he can be blindsided on the entrance because if it's like at the twentieth second mark, like we can't show that on the you tape. Only you only see yeah, it live. Can. Well, you just mute. The you song. just cut the. No, you just cut out everything prior to that. Ah, oh, production 101, see? Oh, see, I was just going to say, cut the music. Uh, the guy who does all, <laughs> the, all the video stuff is the best out there. So I, I have no, no worries about anything getting missed. Okay. Sure. All right, so after that, we had Elena Black versus Lainey Luck. Um, this is, so I, this is like the, probably the second or third time that I see Elena Black. Mm-hmm. But I actually got to see, or I was at an angle where I really got to see her display of the tarot cards and having the opponent choose the card and uh, Lainey picks up the death card or something, which I think is pretty cool. But uh, as a fan from, you know, like seeing her in other places, if you're not at the right place, you don't know exactly what's going on. And if you're right. fairly new, you don't know her gimmick that well. Oh, it's a little hard to display yeah. to mm-hmm. like the back of the yeah. brewery. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Okay. Um... This was another one to me. The, it started the, up hot. Yeah, the moves told it. Not that other things don't tell the story, but the move, this one and the next one, Nas versus Grimm, the moves tell the story because to me it was uh, it was this match was mostly Laney Luck, and yeah, she came out just like kicking, kicking major ass. Elena took a little bit of the momentum back in the middle, and then Laney like finished her off. So to me, this one as well was like Laney has a little bit more experience with her. Lainey's got a little chip on her shoulder because she lost, mm-hmm. I believe, her last showing. So she was ready to just, like... I mean, Elena did a job, but she was ready to kick some ass, and Elena took a lot of the, the beating, I think, in this. So you've, you've picked up on the story, which, which is what we're... We're hoping people that continually come out or continually watch it, if they buy it on VOD mm-hmm. or MP4, is that you pick up on the little things, and I'm glad that you picked up on the story part because that... 
That that was what that match was supposed to be. It was supposed to ju- it, it was supposed to be the advancement of Lainey Luck. Yeah. And Elena Black, she she's eighteen years old. She's she's good for just starting out. She's gonna she be is. great. She is mm-hmm. good for just starting out. She's definitely she's gonna be one of the ones that you're gonna be rooting for, just like you do for Kylie. That puts it into perspective. I mean, eighteen years old and started training when she was fifteen. Like absolutely played her part in this match. Uh, the one thing I would love to see from her is to like throw those kicks. Really, like I would mm-hmm. love to see her just like throw them. Like especially in this match, where Lainey is throwing her shit hard. You know, uh, hey. I'm not a I'm not a wrestler nor a trainer, but I would love to see like a couple hard ones back too. And we knew also for those two, they were going to be going at it two weeks later elsewhere. So we didn't want to take away from what we we knew was going to be a lengthier. I think. I don't know for sure, but we assumed there would be more of a back-and-forth lengthier match elsewhere later on. Oh, you mean when they wrestled at, at Zello, yeah. At Zello, yeah. Okay. Cool. So this one was different than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, that it, even when we use the same talent as everybody else does, apparently, we try to make what we do different. Yeah. Whether uh, We do storytelling. That is that is our main focus. 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 The main, <laughs> the main focus for us is storytelling. So if we got good story and you could follow it, we're extremely happy. And people in, in the live audience, as long as they're entertained, we're, we're entertained. So. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Now, Ta- Tony Nas versus Simon Grimm. This is, an- this is another one that you said that moves carried the the told the story the yeah. unscheduled match right i was gonna mention right that. this one actually like this one actually like shocked me when i saw it i was like i don't know if i can recall this card and like this image originally it was supposed to be craig versus simon, simon. and right? tony was originally yes, in that's scramble yes mm-hmm. that's why i was only five dudes right uh yeah yeah okay that makes sense to me um, this one was the story here was Simon Grimm has technical skills and Tony Nas had just no idea what hit him. Yeah, there was no idea how to handle arm bars and like he was getting out of them. Um, I'm sure he does in real life, but like in this match, he was he was like Simon Grimm was just throwing a bunch of technical stuff at him, and Nas is like, "Holy shit, I am not like ready or prepared yeah, for this." Yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared for yeah. it. That's you were not exactly, my original opponent. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the story that we wanted to tell. Was the fact that all right, Tony Das is on social media talking about what the hell you know. I was in the main event. Mm-hmm. Now you're putting me against guys that aren't even at my level. What the hell? Okay, well, Craig got hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. Sucked that the champ was at the time. The champ wasn't there. All right. Well, Tony, step up to the plate. You complained. All right, we're going to give you the former WWE superstar. Yeah. And Grimm is a master technician. The funny thing is that I don't even associate Grimm anymore with WWE. That's and a good point. That's a really good point. He honestly you forget about would it. appreciate that. Okay. Just from talking to him and getting to know him, mm-hmm. getting to know the person, he doesn't want to be remembered for what you saw. Right, like I, I don't know if it's also because we get to see him so often. Right, but everything in him has changed. Even recently, like I, he lost the mustache, and I'm like, damn, like that was part of his thing. But I'm like, fuck it, like it's completely different. Like, yeah, it's true. And, 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 he probably and, should and get rid of it sooner if he wanted yeah. to. He could, and the thing is, he could use Simon Gotch. It's not owned, trademarked by anybody. If he wanted to, he mm-hmm. doesn't want to. He's like, no, I want to forget what that, the hell I did yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And I want to focus on developing this new character. So, kudos to him. him. You get, I, 
I'm glad that people are getting to see more of his wrestling ability as opposed to the over-the-top gimmick that he played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, like, ironic because, like, the podcast with Moxley just came out, and he probably went through, like, maybe his own mini version of that of, like, trying. I'm free, now I want to reinvent myself. Or he maybe. tweeted out, he's like, oh, now, yeah. now people want to listen. I've been saying this for years now. Yeah. But... Clearly, Moxley's word carries more weight because Moxley was, you know, a champion and he was a, you know, yeah, a it's bigger a big name. name. He's a big name, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Um, Nas still ended up picking up the victory here. Are, are we mentioning who won? I think yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah, so far we have. I think we are. Yeah, uh, Nas ended up picking the, the victory here. He reminded me of, like, my freshman year of college where I was just like, I got to class and I was just like, oh shit, I gotta try now. Because in high school, I felt like class was easy. And Tony Nas was like, it was a wake up call for him this match. And then he was like, oh shit, now I gotta try. Simon Grins put me in all this shit. And then he ended up like coming, once again, use the outside. Brawlers will t- take it to the outside and use the, the posts and different things. And he ended up using the turnbuckle plus a power slam in the wind. So he mm-hmm. figured out a way to right. to answer your call that you gave him. And he's got a. Sh- he- he- and real life Tony Nas has a chip on his shoulder that he ha- he wants to prove that he's not less than his former partner. That that's both story and real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're great friends, but everyone's always like, "Oh, Roy's the better wrestler." All right, keep giving him the motivation to prove that that's not true. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk. He's got a match coming up at the next show, so we'll talk about that. Um, the next was GPA versus Knicks, which was a battle of the jackets. Battle yes. of the jackets, yeah. And, and the commentary did such a good job here too. Like, even if, if there was a first time watching this match, like putting the emphasis on like when Knicks has the purple jacket, it gives them some sort of power. I love and, how that's a thing now. Yeah, and then I like, love it. You know, like that helped that the the match, and and I mean the guys themselves, like GPA being the heel, like threatening to cut the jacket and uh, putting on the jacket. When he was doing that, I was like, like, don't do an arm drag in that because that <laughs> sleeve is going to, like, that thing's about to rip. Yeah. The, and then the, the gimmick <laughs> is gone. Like, <laughs> or you got to sew it back together. Yeah, so like, be careful in that jacket. <laughs> I'm not trying to see that thing rip. But, yeah, it was cool that they built that up so much and, like, that can continue to be a part of Nick's and, like, you can use that in so many... It's like a prop you can use in so many different ways. Right. It's almost like Joe Ryan's penis, you know? <laughs> right. It's kind of right. a prop and he uses that, in different ways. The, the problem that Nick's is having with that is a lot of people are like, uh, that's kind of, like... It's not really that entertaining. He's like, no, let me just... let me Trust me, trust me, trust me. So, I mean... GPA is one of the best storytelling guys. And once again, yeah. they told a great story of mm-hmm. the Coats. And GPA and Nick really, <laughs> Nick's really, really set up a really good match. I, I was extremely happy with that match. Yeah. Because leading into that match, I get, I'm getting texts, I hope I don't disappoint you. I'm like, Nick, what's wrong? He's like, just a lot of pressure wrestling GPA. I'm like, why is it pressure? He's like, cause he's like, I just, I, I hope I, I deliver. I'm like, you're going to deliver. Shut the hell up. I'm sick of you sh- yeah. shitting mm-hmm. on yourself. Essentially. Right. Like you're going to do fine. Oh man. I, I hope I do. And he did. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's not, 
I think it's smart for him to go more character heavy. Like, yeah. you can't, not everyone's going to run in there and be able to do destroyers. And, like, so if he's not going to be, if he's going to be limited that way, then you need to focus heavily on character and, like, and, like, who is Magnix? Like, it, it's, he's making it more distinct and, like, you're being able to recognize certain things with him, like the purple. And that's just weaving, it's, wo- excuse me, woven into, like, everything he does now. So, I think investing a character is really smart for him. Like, a- absolutely. For and he was in there with the right person that was going to get him over and still get himself over yeah. as far as GPA is concerned. So. Right. GPA, t- t- he re- was really good at taking his time. When we talked to him and Laney, Laney was like, at, like, all he does is just, like, wait. And like take his time and like make and like let things sit in the room. That's a lost art. Yeah, <laughs> that really with the go 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 yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, and I think that is another reason why maybe he's not out there as much elsewhere, out of state, anything like that, because he doesn't work that style. He works his style, and yeah. Kudos to him for not bending. Yeah. to do what others want him to do and he's gonna no this is who I am this is what I do take it or leave it right and that, that's cool that he knows who he is like he knows his character and he sticks to that so yeah. Yeah, cool. kudos to him for not bending the knee just like Jon Snow didn't bend <laughs> the knee in the end I'm not a Game of Thrones person <laughs> no it is I, I can't I can't be sad or pissed off or anything because I never watch an episode what are the what are the like the feelings of isn't there like a stages people go through when like maybe you lose something or like you like someone passes away in your family? Like There's like stages of grief, like. Acceptance. I went through them in like the reverse order recently. I went from like acceptance, then to anger, mm-hmm. then to like usually it's like anger first and acceptance. I don't know. I'm. We it's like sad. It's like sadness, anger, <laughs> confusion. Yeah, <laughs> confusion was definitely first. Then I went to acceptance, maybe sadness, and then I think I ended at anger. I think I might be at anger right now, which is why I want to bring it up, but we don't have to talk about <laughs> so it. So what you're telling me is don't watch the show. No, I am not. Perfect. I'm actually not saying that. We, we, if you listen to our episode with Nate Speckman, the referee, um, and I still feel this way too, I'm like so grateful for the ride. I'm so grateful. That was my acceptance phase. I'm so grateful for yeah, the ride. Yeah, you were in that phase. I still then. am, but then there's a couple of things that popped up recently where I'm just like, what could have been almost like the main event of Starcade '97, but not nearly as angry as. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what could go, have go been? I told you? I told you. Yeah, I listen, listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast, and you're gonna have a whole different viewpoint of that match. Yeah. Just gotta make you know, sure you're tan, right? Make sure you're tan, <laughs> and that you care. That you look like you give a damn. Mm-hmm. And that you're not wrestling Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then you're not. That's key. Charlie talked about that. Once he listened to it for a few weeks and how sad he was. I'll <laughs> randomly just like bring it up on people's. Someone made a Facebook status or something, and then I randomly just like typed in. They were like comparing Game of Thrones to other shows, and I randomly typed in all forms of entertainment are greater than the main event of Starcade 97. <laughs> like, I still just like randomly am pissed at that. Like, I'll just try to throw it into people's like days. As a fan <laughs> back then, you're just like, yes, okay, he's back, he's wrestling, he's going to talk a little bit again. Great. And then all the years later, where you're hearing about the actual backstage stuff of what was going on, mm-hmm. the lead up to the match, the day of the match, the, the hours before, the minutes before. and Right. It's depressing. <laughs> it is. I hope we're all in acceptance stage now, uh, so we I'll can try move to get on. there. I'll try to get there. <laughs> um, 
All right, so next match, Trey Lamar and PB Smooth versus Marsha Rocket and SJS for the Freelance Underground Tag Team Champions Championships. This had, and, and I guess we'll get there, after the match, there's a longer story, and and I didn't know about this. Like, And I, I don't think I would have known, obviously, by watching the shows, whether it's the previous one where Acid Jazz got the balloon in a box. On his birthday. On his birthday. And, well, fuck it. Let, let's, let me stop there. <laughs> let, let's go to the match. What'd you guys think of it? And then we'll get to the end where that story tells This was the match I had the least amount of notes on. Not that it wasn't bad, but there was... I just didn't feel like there was anything, like... Um, I didn't write down any bullets for it. I think, like, Trey Lamar and PB Smooth one time made me realize... Like, they made me believe they were going to squeak one away, I think, at one point was my only note. But, yeah, I think most of my notes came from the mm-hmm. after activities. Marsha Rocket and I suggest retain. And as they're celebrating, who brings out the box? It's Kirby, right? It's Kirby. Kirby brings out the box. And it's like, you got a present or you got something... They open it, and it's two balloons this time, two red balloons, and we get clowns. Can you, can you t- talk a little bit about how that story ties together from All years right. ago? Because it comes from a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I used to backyard wrestle with both Ruff and Yabo, mm-hmm. and there was a slew of ever, all the all these guys that I that I used to backyard wrestle with that got all involved in the wrestling. Me, uh, Mason Conrad, Joey Marks, yeah. Ruff, Yabo, Dayhawk, a lot of um, Chris Cairo, a lot of guys from POW um, okay. that I've known. They all got in. And at one point or another, I ended up booking them. Mm-hmm. Yabo was the last one on the list. And not I'm not going to put out his business or anything. That there was just, there was stuff going on that. I just thought, no, it's never going to happen. It is what it is. He's going to be that one, that that achievement that doesn't get unlocked. Mm-hmm. And talking <laughs> with Ruff, Ruff's like, "Hey, analogy. have you thought about my brother?" And I was like, "How's he doing?" And he's like, "Oh, he's doing better. He's, you know, this is going on. He's he's moving here. He's doing this. He's doing that." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Is this you basically asking me to reach out to him?" He's like, if you, if you want, go ahead. Just talk to him and see what you think. Reached out to him. It, it Night and day, talking mm-hmm. to him. I was like, screw this. I'm like, people loved the Brothers of Funstruction when they were at Fun Freelance. Funstruction. Okay, I think I typed in destruction. You did. I changed it. <laughs> Thanks. Did I change it? I don't know. I'm not looking at the notes. <laughs> yeah, I did change it. Mm-hmm. People loved them at Freelance. And, you know, from talking with everybody, they're like, oh, I wonder what happened to Yabba. I wonder what happened to Yabba. Oh, we, we wish the clowns were back. We wish we liked Ruff better when he was Ruffo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So now I've already talked to his brother. I already know what's happening. And now we're getting the people that are like, okay, we really want, we wish this would come back. Perfect. Then they walk out, and you could hear a pin drop. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like that was my this note. is yeah. this is not going according to plan, but then talking to people after the show, they're like, "No, we were shocked. It was more shocked than they were disappointed that they mm, didn't know okay. what was going on." Okay, so hopefully, 
now that yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll mean, actually wrestle them mm-hmm. and uh, you'll get to see more of exactly what's going yeah. on. Yeah, they're new okay. to me. Right. They're new to me, but then again, like the earlier freelance shows than you're saying. Yeah, like, back to the Abbey. Abbey okay. and Bottom Lounge. Okay. Cool. And yeah. then Yabo threw a can of PBR at Eric Cannon's head, and that was the end of Yabo. Oh. Ouch. Okay. Well,. Um, Eric Cannon, he's the PBR guy. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, but, yeah. Yabo's in the audience, and Cannon's wrestling in the middle of the ring, and the next thing you know, he gets whacked in the head with a closed full can of PBR. Oh, yeah, okay. that's not yeah. good. I think, yeah, I think like getting these guys, I would love to see like a promo of them just to get to know them better. Like, there's someone who's like just completely. And I, I think they have they released something, me. right? Am I, um, am I wrong? Not for me. No. Okay. okay. Not for me. Oh, okay. that, and as far as I know, this is the only place they're doing it. Okay. Together, at least. And cool. that's a unique thing that you're bringing. Yeah. Just like you guys, like, unique when you guys just had, like, the Twisted Sisters, like, no one really else in Chicago right. had them together. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's cool that it's unique. So, you'll, you'll get to see more of the, of the clowns and develop, and hopefully you get to relate to what's going on cool cool but sure. if you don't please tell me and <laughs> i like i like hearing negative feedback yeah uh, no for I'm me not, I i'm not know. all rainbows and, and i knew that there was a, sure. a, a bigger storyline with it or whatever uh because you know applebee's and two jews so like, right i'm like okay like i know there's more to it but i did not know where the clouds came from or i gave like him so much hell for the last time you went to applebee's <laughs> i was like what the fuck the hell he's like what i'm like why didn't you call us i'm like we would have came out uh, uh, i didn't know like I, I it was late and i was like well, you could at least extend the invite <laughs> he's like we'll come out to crest crestwood right crestwood yeah is that right next to midlothian yep yeah it's not far yeah applebee's connoisseur andy <laughs> long sure. andy mm-hmm. applebee's Do- long. Dollar margaritas margarita <laughs> <Dollar laughs> connoisseur <laughs> uh all right, so interesting matchup here, which is Thunder Rosa versus Mojo, with Little Mojo first, because Mojo wasn't showing right. Thunder Rosa was calling him out, calling him out. Mojo was not responding. Mm-hmm. Right. So then Thunder Rosa brought her version of Mojo, Mini Mojo, to the ring, was whooping his ass, and then threw Mini Mojo into the back, and then Real Mojo came out, and shit was on. Right, and this is why I completely pooped on my own show. It didn't translate well. The crowd didn't get it. I I haven't watched it back on video, but watching it live, it sounded like crickets while all that stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. And then they brought out Mini Rosa, <laughs> yeah, which was, I was just like, who was the same dude, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I was just like, little in like too Lainey far. You, that was that, that was actually Thunder Rosa's gear. Oh, really? Yeah. Thunder okay. Rosa's gear. He has half his face painted. Did he do that face paint? Oh, he had the mask on first, right. so he did mm-hmm. it all. I was like, did he do that? In, I actually think in that. Between the time? I actually think Thunder Rosa painted up his face for him. So okay. Yeah. I just it, it didn't translate well. It the story. Yeah, the story just didn't translate well enough to what I would have liked. So see, you probably won't maybe. see some crazy stuff like that again for well, a long well, time. I it's like the cage. So on, on video, <laughs> like, it's like the cage. Like, 
<laughs> if it doesn't go on first, it doesn't go in. Right. Mm. Uh, well, no, for me, uh, being there live, I did not understand it. Right. But I will blame that on some beers, maybe. Okay. On the video, I, I saw I have no excuse, that. though, because I was drinking. <laughs> I, okay. think, I think it makes sense. It made sense to me because I saw her videos where yeah. mm-hmm. he was not right. responding to them. Right. So that made that at least the uh, the first part was like, oh, it makes sense. She came out here to whoop. I thought that might have been just it. And based and on like, her promo. Just whoop, whoop ass on that other mojo and just have mojo not come. Okay. Yeah. And based on the other pro- on the promo that she released, it makes makes it seem like she was going after all the champions. Like Mojo's form the first right. ever champion. Right. Yeah, that's the plan. Right. I it seemed like that's the plan. Uh in upcoming we don't have her against the former champion. No. Just want to point that out. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's a good point mm-hmm. out. Um Okay. Let's hold that thought and so just not skip ahead, but I completely agree with that point. Also, like, a weird part about this match was when Mojo was voodooing Thunder Rosa, oh, he was yeah. going for all the naughty parts. What was with that? The funny part is, it was probably her who was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gar- guarantee she was the one telling him, mm-hmm. uh, let's do this. And he was probably, because he had, he had got there, he had wrestled in Godly okay. at another mm-hmm. company the same day. Okay. All right, so to close out yeah. the night, but Thunder Rosa, did she, 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 uh, also the part I did, I missed is like what she, she came out. The ref was distracted. She like hit. A, she had a foreign object or something. It was supposed to be a fireball, and oh. it did not ignite. Okay, so that's what confused me. So then there was that, and then she slapped him, and then she kicked him in the balls, and then she rolled him up. So she yeah. won. Still. So kicking him in the balls ended up being the, even with all that trickery. Uh, 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 it's not working. All right, just kick me in the nuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, <laughs> well, she got the win. Mm-hmm. I guess that's yeah. what matters. Uh, but then, yeah, Lainey came out at the end. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's where she cuts the promo of like mm-hmm. I I demand I've been asking for a match or a rematch because they mm-hmm. wrestled before right the previous show yeah, yeah. they they wrestled and, in February. and now she's like I demand the match and that's how we end up. With uh, at boiling point, they're gonna go against yeah. each other. And, ju- and to answer your question about the champion stuff, yeah, that's what she wants to do. But does that mean that that's what she's gonna get? Mm. Mm. Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Is Thunder Rosa? Is Thunder Rosa in charge, or is Fu Management in charge? Fu. Fu too, man. <laughs> <laughs> but who who's in charge? Yeah, she she gets to say what she wants to do. Well. Mm-hmm. You know, Lainey could go to management and go, hey, look, I was showing respect, and she kicked me in the face. I want another piece of her. All right, you have a legitimate gripe. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Thunder Rosa, you're putting your mission on hold because she wants a piece of you. Okay. And she has every right to get another crack at you. Yeah. I think, cool. I, think I love the rivalry building between these two. I think what's cool, too, is that I know that it's a huge state, but I just realized I think they're both from Texas. Like, I don't yeah. know if they're from, they grew well, up near each other, but that's, I think that's kind of cool, too, plus mm-hmm. the fact that all their history. The first time that we had Thunder Rosa out here, she was living in California. Oh, okay. So oh, for I, Lucha? No. For LU? Oh, no, just, okay. Where she was training in California. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know if... She went from Texas to California, back to Texas. Okay. But I do know when she faced Kylie for the first time, she was living in California. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, but she's in Texas now, and that's where yeah, sabotage is, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I think that adds to the... It, it's cool that, that what you're building, this rival, rivalry. Just be prepared to be in it for the long haul. Okay. All right. That, uh, not without giving anything away, just be prepared to be in it for the long haul. I'm in. All in. <laughs> All right. Uh, to close out the night, Project Monix versus DJZ for the Freelance Underground Independent Championship. Correct. So it is the Freelance Underground Right? Independent championship, yes. Um, because I did notice that on the video guy, on the video note for the video guy, he put freelance independent championship. Probably because that's what fit. Mm, but I'm gonna cuss him out now that you told me. <laughs> Sorry, video guy. Damn. Uh, and then you're gonna tell me. That, he's probably guy. gonna go tell me to fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I did have like a legitimate question. Like, is it? No, it's the, the freelance underground. underground. Independent championship. Independent championship. Which, which we Pat had it. has held for, what, two years now? Pat held it for a year, lost it, and then got it back the same day. Yeah, against oh. Tracy. Uh, against Tracy Williams. Tracy okay. Williams. And now he's on his second run, and he's been champ. Let's see. Four. It's June. Carry the four, divide by three, <laughs> and square root of 62. Eight months. Eight months. I, I don't know if I like the days counting, though. I like the times retained counter. That's yeah. just me being a, a pain in the ass right now. But Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot of months. It's a lot of months still. It's eight months. The, and we do the same same thing that the other independent title does where you could defend it anywhere it's just a matter of hey can we get wherever pat goes to agree to let him defend let it because clearly if he defends it we don't necessarily want him dropping it. dropping it <laughs> <laughs> to somebody that we would never even use yeah so i mean that's been harder whereas craig was able to take the belt everywhere he went and was pretty much able to defend yeah it. So, I mean, in a time of of potentially warring, two companies w- going to war, it would mm-hmm. be very interesting to see two independent promotions go to war that are not like each other. Mm-hmm. And and the like I said, the original idea was for it to go to other companies. Now we've changed it to more where okay, the championship of the company is more for the people with in the company on the roster at all times. And the independent title is like, all right, any anybody outside of the the actual roster that we use on a consistent basis could come in and def- uh, yeah. go for we'll it. Go for it. Yeah. So the that's what you sense. get. DJ Z, and you had Tracy Williams, and you had Sh- Shiggy Shigahiro uh, Erie, yeah. and then you had Isaiah, and you had who else did he defend it against? He defended against a whole bunch of people that we don't use at all uh not at all but all the time yeah right right um so i want to point out that this was one stop in the three-day weekend of djc goodbye shows mm-hmm. yeah um, it was a w f u galley right yeah yep. it was the whole same weekend mm-hmm. and i think they they did a you know they i know we had seen this match before at warrior as well warrior wrestling and I enjoyed this match, even though that one was great. Like, this one was... I don't know if it had more emotion. Um, they both, like, 
were the, mm-hmm. the, the it just seemed like they were more into it and wanted to do such a good job um i think there's different spots on the card too like yeah, where yeah. they opened the main event at FU, so you they were not originally the main event things. They were not originally the main event. Right, the Craig match. Craig would have been the main event. Craig would have been the main event. And they would have been match four out of eight. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think it was great. Oh, it filled in perfectly as a main. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It It felt like a main. It's always good to have a backup plan. Yeah. (laughs) And that that ended up being the perfect... That ended up being the main event. Nothing against Craig, nothing against Simon Grimm, but with Z leaving... And, you know, Pat basically kind of being his youngling mm-hmm. or young boy, whatever you want to call it, it, it made perfect sense. And Z came in and did it for Pat. I, I fully, fully know that. I, don't, I know he didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. He came in. He was contacted. Hey, look, Gringo has to cancel. That's right, because Gringo was supposed to be supposed to be Gringo, mm-hmm. and he had to cancel. He he double booked himself, not in the same state, and <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I asked Pat, I was like, hey, Z's leaving. So, and I mean, at the time, nobody knew he was yeah. signed, and if you did know, you you had good sources. I'm like, I know he's he's leaving, so that means he's no longer under the AAW yeah. law. Sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Of not being able to work anywhere, do you think he'd work you? He's like, I could ask. He asked him, and he's like, absolutely. He's like, I'm doing it for you. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Uh, uh, here in the notes, uh, I'm sorry, I love you. I don't think that's a note for me, right, Charlie? That's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is uh, exactly. That's yeah, so that's, adorable. <laughs> that's what was said. Actually, DJZ, I think, used that in an AAW match. And then he used that, uh, and then Pat used it on him. Okay. But it meant a lot with Pat mm-hmm. and and my next. Mm-hmm. Pat. Pat said, "I'm sorry, I love you," mm-hmm. and then gave him the final phase to end it. So Pat retains. Pat retains. Called him his hero, the yep. side of his dad. Um, yep. Emotional moment. I think it was a good send off. A good. We we already talked uh, about this. Like good main event. Absolutely. Uh, and concluded a, a a great show. Yeah, and I I really appreciate what. Z did for us too by filling in mm-hmm. and match was it better than what it would have been with Gringo who knows I don't know I think it was ser- like serendipitous mm-hmm. like it was almost like fate that Gringo you know had and was not there and then like the AEW show was the night before it was like very serendipitous almost like it was meant to happen kind of which I think was really cool mm-hmm things just work out like that sometimes do you notice i'm not trying to ramble on so that we can well i i fudged up by getting into the aew stuff at the beginning but in game of thrones and and, i barely cool boiling point are you at your boiling point with us yet no i'm at my boiling point (laughs) with this show (laughs) (laughs) oh the show not our show not your show the, the actual boiling point show yes i can't wait for it to be done so that is, uh, uh, this is how I f- this Why, is, this is there another cage this, match? Four cages? No, this is how I feel going into every show. I'm like, I just can't wait for it to be over. I just can't wait for it to be over. But it's all worth it, it, right? At the end? At the end. Well, we'll see. Because Boiling Point's going to be outside. Oh, is that an Oh, explosive? shit! It's going to be outdoors? No, it's not. Oh, damn. Uh, okay. It's not... <laughs> we, we're we not putting on the flyer. We're not... 
Oh, depending on weather? It, because it depends on the weather. Got Thankfully, it. we're in a place where if it's forecasted to be downpouring, we're going to be inside. inside. So okay. I don't want to put... I, I'm putting on, like, the Facebook event page, the uh, Ticket Leap mm-hmm. ticket page, where it's like, yes, this, this is an outdoor event. That's why... I, and it's a Saturday, too. And Saturday. Saturday. If it if weather you know if bad weather's forecasted, it will be indoors. Do not worry about the weather. Mm-hmm. So it will be outdoors that's, that's under the lights. Cool. It, I mean, wild card I, bitches. <laughs> I, yeah. Under the lights. I, that that part's got me worried. Is the outdoor effect? I was like, oh man, because they were really pushing for us to go outdoors. Mm-hmm. They wanted us outdoors in April. I was like, no, yeah. it's gonna rain. <laughs> yeah. And are you gonna pay for all the extra stuff that I need? To run the show outside, lights, light specifically mm-hmm. the lights, which I hope they have enough power out there. This is this is more uh-huh. of what the the brewery wanted than what I would have wanted. I mean, Two Juice is all about this outdoor stuff. He's oh, it's great, it's great, it's great. <laughs> like I'm like I don't know, I don't know. You're overthinking it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then I think back to October of last year, and I'm like, he, he, you told me the same thing last year in October. Oh, we'll be fine. We'll be in the tent. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. The tent? Uh, yeah. Those Ooh, talking about October, two. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but this upcoming October. We'll talk about that after. Okay. I'm I'm so excited about it. I know you are. People are like, why? I'm, you like, guys know ah, that? I don't hist- know. It's, I'm like, it's the history behind the whole situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're so, talking about. I am worried about the weather situation. I am worried about it being outside, but apparently everybody who's booked for the show is like, oh, cool, it's outside. Great, great, great. I'm like, really? I'm like, I thought you guys hated being outside. No, we hated being outside in October. We're excited that it's June. Oh, okay. June, outside of brewery wrestling. What more can you ask for? Yeah. No parking on the lawn. What, what no I, parking on the I, lawn. I, <laughs> I could tell you what I could ask for. Thousands of people to show up. <laughs> thousands, especially with thousands. this card that we put together. I've been yeah. getting messages from people telling me this is the best card you've ever had. I was like, Speaking "Thank you, of- but screw you too." <laughs> <laughs> is this is this the is it is freelance wrestling the night before? Yes, it's the double it's a double it's a double header. Um, oh, here, sorry, here's am I ex- talking to him. Or is it me? No, I'm no, sorry, no. <laughs> I got excited. Um, we put them Here, in a good here's mood, an exclusive. Finally. Yeah, here's an exclusive <laughs> uh, to anybody going to the anniversary show for freelance on the 14th. We will be selling ten dollar tickets for anybody who goes to the anniversary show that wants to come out to Itasca at the brewery yeah. the next day. That's a robbery. That's yeah. that's highway yeah. robbery. You're, you're, people. I'm I'm giving you my highway money. Robbery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you my money so that you know if you haven't been out there, you get to experience. The other side of freelance. Sure. The side that you don't normally see. The, the underground events. side. Yeah, the underground side. I cool. like it. That's smart. So this show is, we said, the 15th, Church Street Brewery, Itasca. Doors Get, at 630. Yep. And if you go to the freelance show, that's the Friday before that. You get you get the chance to buy tickets for $10 instead yes. of 20 at the door. Correct. Correct. It's wow. cash. $10 cash. Ten dollars cash. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, bring, bring I'm not a credit card machine. <laughs> yeah, bring, you got ten dollars of cash. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Um, Come on. All right. So do we want to start getting into the matches that we have uh, that you've announced so far, and I will announce the other match as well. All right. We'll get into that. Do we, after you, after you talk about the first seven, we'll talk about that. Okay. Okay. All right. So 
the card, the matches that have been announced so far for this show, Boiling Point, is Jazz and Rocket versus the Brothers of Funstruction. Funstruction, not Destruction. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for the tag titles. For the tag titles. I'm I'm excited about this match. Um, it's old school wrestling between both teams. Jazz ain't flipping. Marche ain't flipping. Mm-hmm. Diablo's not flipping. Ruff's not flipping. Ruffo is not flipping. It's going to be a brawl. All right. A and brawl it's not for all. A brawl for all. Uh, Space Pirates versus Colt. Cole Radrick and Sage Phillips. Yes. Space Pirates are killing it everywhere. I'm happy to have Monkey back. This is going to be the first time that Shane Saber's been mm-hmm. on, our, on a FU-branded show. He was on the original Bader Brow show, but we weren't FU then. So Yeah. And he wrestled Isaiah that day. Cool. I noticed there's a lot of like the Canada crew. That's what I call them. Yeah. Uh, the show was almost called... Uh, not over in Canada. No, not even not over in Canada. <laughs> uh, two Juice want to call it oh, Canadian Invasion. I'm like, that's lame. <laughs> the, the dynamic, dynamic. I was like, we're gonna call it Boiling straight. Point. He's like, ah, oh, but the Canadians are on the show. I'm like, yeah, the Canadians are on the show. We're calling the show Boiling Point. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's the start of summer. That's <laughs> an old like cornet thing, like Turf Wars, Canada yes. versus USA. <laughs> I thought I was old school. Two juices more old school than me. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, really? Although he came up with a really cool name for our, our August show. I'm not going to tell you what that is. Okay. There. I'll tell you off here, though. Cool. All right. Um, is that in, in, the, in the parking lot of an Applebee's? That um, if he had his way? Yes. <laughs> it, it'd be inside Applebee's at the bar <laughs> if he had his way. Great. All right. So this is a fun match, too. Mark Wheeler versus Isaiah Velasquez. Oh, my God. They both wanted it, and I'm glad that we were able to give it to them. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited with, for that. I was Athleticism, in the locker room. baby. I was in the locker room at Warrior, sitting next to Isaiah, and Wheeler was there, and he, I got hit. I was like, what, man? He's like, I want to wrestle him. He's like, okay, how about June? He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, how about June? I'm like, he's already booked for June. You want to wrestle him in June? He's like, sure. And he says, like, the Canada show? (laughs) In Canada? He's like, how many people do you have coming from Canada? I'm like, 30. (laughs) So it's a match that they both want. They're both excited for it. Um, Wheeler's been on Two Juice's radar Mm -hmm. for probably over a year now. So that was him being on the show was a mutual call, but Two Juice was really the one that nice. pushed for it. Wheeler's got like a little MJF in him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. And they both got a, like he's a got same I, I, shape too. <laughs> almost haircut. Haircuts a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except that MJF has the curls. The curls. Yeah, curls, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. All right. Uh, Tony Nas versus BMD. I don't know much about BMD. BMD he was in the vlog. He was in Ethan Page's. <laughs> Ethan Page's WrestleMania vlog. Mm-hmm. He was like he rode with Ethan Page, and was like helping out backstage and actually got into like a couple battle royals, I think, or something like that. BMD currently is one of the champions up in Alpha One in Canada. Mm-hmm. So I sold him short. Was it? I said I sold him short. You sold I didn't him short. Know he was yeah. a champion. He one. he's definitely he's one of, he's one of the champions. He's not the main champion. Main champ for Alpha One is Kobe Durst. But uh, BMD, big he's guy. He's on this card, you guys. I know he is. 
I'm excited for that one too. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> uh, look forward to having BMD. He he was one that um, Ethan Page was really like, hey, you should really give this guy a shot. So I was like, all right, not a problem. Cool. Nice. Uh, and then Kobe Durst versus Project Monix. Yeah. The match the independent that, the, champion. The champion. match that was not supposed to be, but became. How so? Gringo Loco was supposed to be wrestling Pat Monix again, and Gringo double booked himself. Oh, that's uh, an angle yeah. now. Oh, man. Monix is just, just oh, promos. My luck, <laughs> my luck with Gringo and him going, oh, man, I'm sorry, man. I forgot. I'm, I'm booked at this, this bigger place that's going to be this many people. I, I can't turn it down. Please don't be mad. No, I, absolutely not mad. Is what it is. It's business. Mm-hmm. It's wrestling. But hey, we got what a repla- a calendar, once right? again. What a replacement match. Yep. It, oh, I, yeah. I, once we announced it, Gringo texted me. He's like, "Oh, this is even better than if it was me." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You <laughs> stop trying to make me feel better." About it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's Google. Google Calendar is a good app. Like, if he needs yeah. a calendar app, I, you know, I can recommend. Is that a Thunder? Few. I think it's supposed to rain. Is that Thunder Rosa? I hope um, not. Mm. No, she <laughs> she just posted another scathing promo on Twitter oh, about Laney. Literally, literally as I pulled up. Mm, okay. No, we'll no rain in the forecast. Nice. Okay. They nice. Got rid of it. Nice. It was supposed to. It was like a hundred percent chance of rain tonight, and it's gone. Rain awesome. just went. <laughs> All right, uh, Ethan Page versus Effie. For the and the freelance He's wrestling back. title on the line. Effie's back. I still haven't watched Battle Royal. I need to watch that. You gotta watch it. I can't. I'm so. How excited are you that Effie is gonna wrestle? I'm super excited. Effie's been on our list of people that we wanted to bring in, and we were we were trying to find an opponent for Ethan Page that would be worthy of a freelance world championship shot. Okay. And literally, it was a matter of hey. Um, Effie's going to be in town. Are you interested? Yes, yes. Just find out what... Is he cool money-wise? Just let me know what we could do. Money-wise, perfect. All right, done. Ethan Page goes, so who am I wrestling? I'm like, Effie. He's like, oh, my God, yes, yes. Effie got two juice. He's like, oh, who you, do you know who you're having me work? He's like, oh, Ethan Page. Effie, excited. Awesome. That's so cool. I, I'm it's excited cool for that match. Yeah. And I'm I'm probably equally as excited because it, it, it's with what Ethan Page has been doing to have to kind of switch it up because he's not going to be able to toss Effie around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and Effie is not your traditional wrestler. Anything. He's a little unorthodox yeah, I guess would be a way to put it. it yeah so I'm super excited for the match I, I hope everybody else is super excited for the match too I am cool and last match announced so far is Thunder Rosa versus Laney Luck which we talked about earlier yeah um, and we gotta check out whatever Skating promos, promos. <laughs> Thunder Rosa and out there. the first match is actually up on YouTube Oh, okay. Their first match. Their first match mm-hmm. at the brewery is actually up on YouTube. Lit. Yeet. yeet. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't so, eat. Do you eat? James? I'm not even gonna not try. Not a eater. No, I'm not a eater. <laughs> not a eater. <laughs> um, I got some bad news for you, James. I'm gonna be out of the country when the show happens. Are Which you show? serious? 
Center. I'm sorry. Which show? This Both one? Boiling Both Point. I'm gonna be You're missing the anniversary and Boiling Point? I'm going to be out of the country from the 7th to the 21st. Oh, cool. All right, gringo. <laughs> <laughs> I double booked myself with a, a flight. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Really Calendar's a good app. Uh, <laughs> don't even start that. Pretty much. <laughs> the calendar, just the regular calendar on your phone. I don't know what kind of phone you have, but my calendar on my iPhone is amazing. <laughs> I watch. I'll watch it back. All right. So, and then here, here's the main event. Clearly, the drum roll. Clearly, clearly, the championship is missing on the show. Yeah, where yeah. is that? So, the, the announcement that you'll be reading this evening is oh, that. There is going... Clear, clearly, if you were at Battle Royale, you saw what happened. Uh, GP had to cheat mm-hmm. to win the title. That's... Ra- yeah. I mean, ra- that's, like, standard for him. That's just- Referee's decision is final. GPA's champ. So, they're now, at GPA's request, there's going to be a best-of-five series between GPA and Craig Mitchell spanning Freelance and Freelance Underground. Oh... First person to three wins is the champ. GPA is the recognized champion. It will take three wins from Craig Mitchell for the title to change hands. So it's not going to be flip-flopped depending on wins and losses. If Craig wins the first one, GPA is still champ. But here's the kicker. The winner of the match picks the stipulation for For the the following match. match. Okay. So match one will be at the anniversary show. On six fourteen, and match at two freelance. at at freelance. Did they not say square? Yeah. No. So there, there's your <laughs> there's your exclusive. Sorry, <laughs> Nick. We might well, <laughs> need to. Uh... I, don't, I don't think he'll be upset about that though. Mm, okay, I just because maybe maybe we have. He's been on me. He's like, what are we gonna do? We gotta announce it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get something done. Okay. And then match two will be on the fifteenth, with the stipulation to be determined. Based on whoever wins. Sorry, did you say the stipulation for the first one or no? Uh, regular one? match for the first. Oh, regular one. match. Okay. So what happens? That's sweet. If GPA requests a cage match, then <laughs> then GPA is going cage. to be cage. paying for cage. a cage. 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 Right. Yeah. Keep keep that out of the universe, please. Um, there's no cage. If he requests a cage. He's got to provide a thousand reasons as to why it's a good idea. Hell in a Cell works. Oh, sure. Hell in a Cell. Yeah, in a cell. Uh, where are we going to hang that from? <laughs> it's going to be outside. It's going to be outside. You could do the, the ready to rumble and triple Hell in a Cell. Oh, man. <laughs> so, for, so 6-14's match one, 6-15's match two, 7-5 will be match three. 7-5 so is July. Mm-hmm. Is July. That's how the months go, June, uh, July. Well, okay. And then <laughs> match four, if necessary, is 8-16. And match five, if necessary, is eight seventeen. Wow, I like it. It's and the, then it's the summer of GPA and Craig. <laughs> and then at the end of it, they become tag team partners. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was a Vince idea, I guess. Uh, all trying right. to give away stuff. <laughs> so it, it's this could work. This is it, gonna work. It's something different. Yeah, it is. Um, very rarely do you see companies working together, but clearly we sh- we share a name. We will make sure until heels and face to keep the scoreboard for Craig and GPA. We could do that. Yeah. With just a running list of like all the matches in, <laughs> in one post. Yeah. Yeah. We just hope nobody gets tired of it. 
that that's our that's our, our well, fear. I, I, I think the the stipulation like will freshen it up a bit. Right. Yeah, and then market it as a best of five from the start, mm-hmm. and then I just in the other the other thing that we got make sure it translates over is that if Craig does pin GPA, that doesn't make Craig champ. Yeah, Not he's got to win three. three matches in order to become champion. And of course, because why wouldn't GPA suggest something that say he's getting his ass kicked the first match and decides he wants to get disqualified? He gets to keep the belt, he loses the match. Mm-hmm. But you can only that do back, that, that so many times, fire. right? Right. I mean, GPA. Why would he want to do one on one? He's pissed off this guy. Do you think you GPA, literally use the belt on this guy every chance you get? You think what would be GPA? Like, say GPA wins the first one. What do you think he's suggesting? I, I don't know. Like, what his I honestly, matches. I have no idea what matches. What they're is the suggest. what is that one match with the with the strap? Oh, it's really hard to do a strap a leather, match. A leather strap. Yeah. Match. Just you know what was the best strap match? Thing. You know what was the best strap match? The one with the strap that's leather. <laughs> yeah. Sting Invader had a really that awesome really strap match. match. That, yes. It was, like, believable. It's hard to make a believable strap match, so hopefully. Uh, they, uh, if anybody could do it, I think they would be able to make it believable. All right. Well, so challenge accepted. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see yeah. what the stipulations are. 100% honest, I have no idea. All right. So. This right. is great. You'll be, wait, you'll be as surprised as yeah. I will be. Except you won't be because you'll be on a plane out of the country. I'll be on a plane. Oh, I'll be weak. Well, you, you'll be back for match three. Yeah. Which, yeah. who knows, that could be the final match. Yeah, I'll probably have mm-hmm. something going on that day. <laughs> so. Chris gives me shit. I mean, hell, GP, knowing GPA, it, the, the, he'd be like, all right, yeah, it's going to be a five-on-one handicap match. Oh, could you do that? Yeah, that's a stipulation, isn't it? I guess so. Mm, okay. So, I mean, anything goes. it could be anything. It could be anything. Except the cage match, or a Hell in a Cell, <laughs> or a Thunderdome, or <laughs> title in a pole match. That could happen. What a, What was that little like cage that Ken Shamrock was in that one time? Oh, the lines then. Lines then. Lines then. There it is. Anything that involves <laughs> cyclone fencing or steel bars. No. Scaffold match. All right. All right. So you that here first. That concludes <laughs> the somewhat of a snack size episode recapping. Not over on the internet. And looking forward to Boiling Point. Boiling Point. On June 15th. I'm most excited for Lainey versus Thunder Rosa. I think Lainey's reached her boiling point. Oh, look at that. Oh, that was clever. (sighs) Thank you. And, yeah, I'm looking for Lainey to even score. And uh, looking to see GPA get his ass whipped. As always. Uh, So, James, where can people find more information on Freelance Underground? All right, here we go. Uh, Freelance Underground on Facebook. Freelance Underground on Instagram and then on Twitter is This is a tricky one. Freelance U N D R G D. I got it right that time. U N D R G D. U N D R G D. There you go. All right. Well we'll post the links to make sure we got that right. Yeah, we'll get everything. In the description. It is G-D. Oh, and then YouTube. U-N-D-R-G-D. Freelance Underground. Yeah, that uh Laney versus Thunder Rosa is up there. Laney versus Thunder Rosa is up there. Roy versus Tony Nas is up there. The infamous cage match. The infamous something? cage the infamous. match. <laughs> the ninety-eight percent cage match. Yeah. <laughs> Doors wide open. What door? <laughs> there was a door. I don't remember a door. There was a crevasse. <laughs> All right. Thanks um, for joining us, man. Do you oh, have fun? Yeah, of course. I I I like coming here. So cool. We like Good. having you. 
Well, I so appreciate please it. take some Gatorades with you. Oh, I plan on taking <laughs> Gatorades with me. Great. All right. For us, uh, you can follow us at twoheelsandface.com. You can oh. follow the website. You can sure. follow the website, sure. I guess if you want to go to it. If know. you want to bookmark it, you can yeah, just you can like, look too. at it every now and then. That's fine. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Yeah. And you can find uh, our episodes. SoundCloud, oh. Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify next week. That's it, right? Hashtag beat up GPA. Hashtag push Paco. Give Myron a mic. Give, hashtag give Myron a mic. Are those the only hashtags we're doing? Hashtag, hashtag Applebee's. <laughs> hashtag eat hashtag eat god and that's about it see yep. you at the show you won't see me but you'll see these two handsome gentlemen that's so right you go. let's get a cardboard cut out